Ah, shoot. Another week, another week, another week. Man, uh-uh-uh. Just want to start this podcast with, uh, yeah, we're not talking about Balenciaga or Kanye. So, um, everybody that just keeps on asking on on TikTok and whatnot, yeah, we're not, we not doing that. So, stop asking. <laughs> on that note, um, what's going on with you, brother? Not much. Uh, a very uneventful week. So, yeah, that's just how that goes. Hey, man. But, so, how, how's, your, how's your mental, though? Uh, You know, kind of the same, uneventful. Just haven't been sleeping, so can't, you know. I was telling mom that you should probably try giving him some rum like the babies. Like, mm. just rub a little bit on the gums. <laughs> See if that helps. I know you're not a drinker, so obviously that's mm. not a... Suitable option, but just you know, damn. Cause I know you you tried pretty much everything, right? Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Uh, but I mean, you know. I thought the working out would have regulated you, but since you're not doing that at the moment for reasons, yeah, why not? So, damn, dude. Shit. Uh, this week, uh, yeah, same thing. Just, just working the same old, same old. Um, I find because uh, PlayStation, uh, I'm trying their uh, PlayStation Premium out, which, by the way, is a big waste of money, in my opinion. But um, there's some perks to it, like a lot of free games to play on there. So one of the Assassin's Creed games, uh, Assassin's Creed, uh. Syndicate um, is free on there. I want. I've been wanting to play that for years, so finally just popped that in and and started like clocking some hours in that game. The dick thing. I, I like that. I actually prefer that a lot more than uh, Venhala, because Venhala is like more RPG, and I'm just like. <sighs> and I'm still early on in that game, so don't kill me, folks. I'm still early on in that game, so it doesn't feel. Anything like right now doesn't it's not it don't feel like an Assassin's Creed game at all, but I just got through this title sequence a little bit and stuff, so it, I guess it's coming together, but I still don't feel it yet. It just feels like I'm playing a game with the title Assassin's Creed <laughs> in it, and I'm just playing that. But I've been yeah I've been sinking my teeth in into uh, Syndicate um, a lot more. So and that's that reminds me of the original Assassin's Creed style and and none of that RPG bullshit that's kind of like pretty much happening right now with these new games that are coming out. So I'm enjoying that because there's a lot of games I want to play that is uh, that's come that is out or coming out, but I want to wait until I get my next gen to do that for for most of them because the experience I heard is like a lot more crazy on there and then. Some of the other ones are on a Switch and stuff like that. So there's that and whatnot. Only two games I'm looking forward to for the Switch is the, the Tales of Symphonia uh, Remastered, uh, which is dope. That was a classic. If anybody played any of the Tales games, that's like the best one, in my opinion, the first original one. Um, and then they got the, the Mega Man um, reboot coming out for the ones for Game Boy Advance. 
Mega Man X. So finally get a chance to play every single one of those in its glory uh, on my Switch whenever. Uh, so that would definitely be my my uh, playing <laughs> playing games and whatnot, and finally be able to beat those and enjoy those, which is pretty cool. But nah, just yeah, just other than that, just just yeah, just getting through the days, hustling, trying to get this you know podcast to the next level. We're coming up on two years next year, next year May. Jeez, it's already gonna be two years uh, in the game. So got a lot of thoughts on that and whatnot. Um, is there any uh, games that you're sinking your teeth in at the moment, or are you just kind of dabbling in everything? It's Miles Morales. It's out on PC. So, okay. I mean, I haven't played it this week, but. Yeah. Have you ever played the game period when it was when it first came out before PC? Uh, no, I didn't own oh, okay. I didn't own the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, dope game. I'm interested in seeing the mods because I, I know the PC players be modding the shit out of those types of games. So it'd be dope to see who who they're gonna be modding in those games. Uh how you like it so far? Or haven't you haven't really been able to sink your teeth in too much? I mean, uh I, I like it. I've uh I'd, I'd like like I did with the first Spider-Man game, was just did all the collectibles first, and then started doing the story. So yeah, yeah, the story is short. You could literally beat the story in like two, three hours mm. if you just go straight through, not doing any side stuff and whatnot. Um, yeah, still a great game. Uh, can't wait till Spider-Man Two come out in twenty twenty four. Yeah, so that's really dope and whatnot. So there you have it. <clears throat> And then before we start the show, uh, the age-old scenario, when a girl is upset and you ask her what's wrong and she says, I'm okay, how would you handle that versus how you should handle that? Well, how I should handle that and how I'm going to handle that are the, the same answer. I'm going to say, okay, and then walk away. By the way, um, for me, how I'd handle that um, is, yeah, I think it's pretty much uh, the same thing for me is I'm going to ask you and then that and ladies, like this is not a, this is not the time for you guys to be on some my reading shit. This is a time to communicate and exercise that. That's a. I'm using that word a lot this week. I find myself communicate when somebody asks you what's up. Don't sit there and tell them you're okay, but in your energy and how you really feel, you're not. This is your time to express yourself. Despite if I feel some type of way about it, just let me know so I know where you're at with it. Like, oh, you're not really fucking happy about the situation. But um, I'm pretty much. With Ty on that one, if that's the case, because it's just, yeah, the, 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 you playing games at that point. We growing, we we not doing that. Um, that's that should be a life lesson to y'all, man. But with that being said, man, welcome back to another episode of Guys Corner Podcast, um, where we talk about current events, relationship based questions and topics, and everything in between. Uh, where we give our opinions and insights on a lot of things going on in the world and whatnot. So uh, glad that you guys are listening and tuning in and however y'all listen to in the morning or whatever um, you listen to your podcast. So we appreciate you guys taking this time to just 
Yeah, hear us out and whatnot. But with that being said, let's get into some current events. See what the world is chatting about today. Uh, first things first, uh, Tory, Tory Lanez, uh, his trial began. So by the time you listen to this, his trial began like what two weeks ago. Uh, by the time this airs, uh, two weeks ago. So if convicted, he will face twenty three years in prison. Uh, any thoughts, bro? On how this outcome pretty much gonna be planning out? Uh, nah, not really. Just waiting to hear what the verdict is. I mean, so far it doesn't sound like there's a lot of uh, evidence against him. Seems like it's taken hella long. Um, I'm kind of just ready for it to be over. Um, I felt like that too. But with with the shit that been happening in the past couple of months, and then he was on mandatory house arrest. I think they're going to find some type of bullshit, and it obviously ain't true, but I think they're really going to find some type of bullshit to pin this on him because I feel like, and this is not no conspiracy thing, I just think this is a label agenda because he has all his masters and, you know, labels don't like when you're fucking winning. Um, He's independent and he's still at the peak of his game. Um, even as an independent artist now, so the fact that as, as this as a money situation, this ain't good for them. So if he goes away and they shut it down, they could bleed him dry, and then eventually get pieces of his master, or eventually get all all his masters back from him, and they you know they could do as God please with it and whatnot. Because he's probably he's yeah he's definitely making. Tons of money off that shit now. Now that he 100% owns everything of it and whatnot. So, and being a black man in America, like, that's a no-no when labels and companies see a black person coming up and whatnot. It just sucks to, that he kind of added to the to the BS with the alleged fucking August Alcina bullshit and all his mm-hmm. temper tantrums and whatnot. That's not really, like, you don't want to be that person when you literally got some shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you want to stay out the way for sure uh, when when stuff going like that. But hey, things happen, so you you know I, I can't hold that against them either and whatnot. So it just yeah, it just you know after all that, I just think the odds against them or they're gonna have them play a hefty fine because like you said, there is no way in hell like Meg could win this shit mm. at this point. So it's like you know what. You want to plead not guilty, but hey, pay pay a hefty fine. Just pay the hefty fine. Either way, you're the guy in the car. You have you have a bigger bag than Meg. Um, so you pay the bill. Just take the yeah, take the bill, and and that's it. And just leave it at that. So I just I, I wish brother I, I wish brother best of luck, and hopefully we see what's going on with that, and uh, we could. We can move on from this bullshit. This is three years, what, almost about to be four years because we're in the last month of the year. Four years of this shit? Like, come on, man. We got we, we to move on. There's better, better things going on with that and whatnot. Uh, other news on uh, Glorilla says, uh, you can't find love in the club. Can you find love in the club nowadays? <laughs> 
Oh, man. Can you find love in the club nowadays, my guy? Me? I don't go to clubs. I, I have no clue. In in general, bro. In general. Uh, I don't, yeah. Maybe. I'm not sure. I can't speak on that because I've never, I'm not like a club club. I think the one club I went to was like Club Ultra. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm not a, like I was 18, excited to go to a club. Um, you know, so I, I can't speak on that. I don't know what club life is like. It might, you might be able to. Uh, it is, I'm not even going to say no. It's not impossible. Uh, for me, I, I want to say no, but listen, life has a weird way of, uh, you know, putting you in scenarios and shit. I know plenty of people that have been in the club at one point, find a nice little shorty, and now they chilling, you know what I'm saying? But that's very rare. That's like a less than 1% chance of that happening because... You don't go to the club, excuse me, you don't go to the club thinking that, oh, I'm going to find my wife or my husband there. You go there to fuck around, probably find a nigga or a bitch you want to fuck, enjoy her time for the time being, flex a little bit front about your bank account and whatnot. You go there, to, you just go there like you, you would go into a school cafeteria. You go there, see what the cliques are doing, catching the vibe, enjoy yourself. Uh... I don't really see anybody going into the club and and finding somebody. But hey, I can't also say no all the way. But my opinion, I I just nope. I just I don't really see that shit, man. It's a different vibes. You don't go you don't go to places where you want to find those type of vibes. Um, it's just that's not a breeding ground for those type of people. And if they're in there, I'm questioning them because it's like why the. Why are you outside in that type of way, then, if you're doing that? Uh, but yet, you're trying to find a relationship. So, uh, it's, a little, it's a little different. My experiences are different. The shit I've seen, the things I've been around, the things I've been part of, the things I was doing, uh, going into the club heavily. I still go to the club here and there to, to work, but it, I, I, don't make, I try to not make it a regular thing because the, the money... The money, the money. If you're not doing your business right, is finicky as hell, especially when you're dealing with promoters and shit like that. So, it's, it's nah, it's, yeah, it's not the spot. It's not the spot, man. You're not, you're not missing out either. Uh, the club scene nowadays, it's the same shit. It's just the rotation of the younger people going in, and they think they want to be there. Especially folks, if you're if you're underage and you're somehow getting into the club. You're not missing shit, man. <laughs> I used to think it was so cool under you know, underage drinking or trying to do something that, you know, obviously you have to be legal age to do and and I'm just looking back and I'm just like it wasn't worth it at all and shit. At all. Uh Will Smith opens up on Oscars. I why the why is this even still a topic, folks? <laughs> There's nobody that hates me, hates the fact that I'm human more than me. Uh, this is his, you know, quoted by him, by the way. Uh, any thoughts on Will Smith um, rehashing this shit again? <laughs> like, can't go nowhere without rehashing this. No, I mean, he sounds like he's ready to move over or uh, get over it. You know, he's like, it's whatever. But not to mention, Will Smith boycotted the Oscars for like the past what, five years? 
Mm-hmm. It was just like fuck going it off. So it's it's it was never that big of a deal to begin with. To be truthful, I think the only reason that it was so crazy is because it was like a black Oscars, and then so many things got overshadowed because of the slap. And yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. And it also could be because he's doing a movie that's coming out, and a lot of people are like, "I'm not watching that shit." But yeah, I know. It, obviously, the movie was obviously shot and. Promo was already pre-set up way before the Oscars. But damn, I would never thought... If you told me back in the 90s when this guy first started blowing up in action movies, he would do a slave movie, mm-hmm. I would have kicked you in your fucking throat, bro. Like, this is crazy. The timing of this slave movie that Will Smith is doing is perfect timing, bro. It's like... It's like the pe- the people in the industry really was like, if you really want to get back in, you got to do this movie if you want to get back in. And he's like, whatever I have to do to get back in the good graces of people, man. It's it's so sad. I saw the trailer and I was just like, nope. And then he's doing a fucking African accent again. Nope. Oh, hell no. Concussion was enough for me. I'm good. No. No. Let me know when the next season of Cobra Kai is coming out. And then Bel Air, they announced the new season for Bel Air. So I was like, thank God, <laughs> because I'm not watching this shit. Um, I, do, I do not support that at all. Any, per, any black actor that does a slave movie, and, if, and it's not in their beginning of their career, and they're at their peak of their career, and they're doing a slave movie, you're whack. You're whack. You're, 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 reminding, you're reminding black folks fucking every year... And I thought we were clear, too, because, you know, the year is almost up. Mm-hmm. I thought we were clear this year of no slave movies, because I was like, word, no slave movies. And I'm like, fuck, Will Smith is doing a slave movie. Because um, you don't see the Jews doing a fucking Holocaust movie every single year. You don't see, uh, uh, yeah, you just don't see any other race. You don't see the Chinese doing a fucking movie every year about, you know, their oppression and all the shit they, they had to go through and whatnot, which, by the way, Ant-Man, like, that was like one of the greatest uh, Chinese films I've ever saw, and they kind of did a perfect blend of his story and blending the, all the problems that was happening in China around that time. But um, it's yeah, you just don't see that. It's always the black folks, and it's it's annoying to yo every single year there's a slave fucking movie coming, and it's not uplifting. Well, they say it's uplifting. It's like, nigga, I don't want to fucking be reminded of that shit. We're still not talking about The Woman King. We're still not talking about that. And that movie came out. It was dope. It was a positive uh, black movie that had nothing to do with superheroes and shit like that. And we're not talking about that. But I guarantee you we're going to be talking about anticipation. (laughs) I think we're going to talk about how that slave movie... Uh, kind of fucking did some shit, and it's like, ugh, uh, niggas, we can't catch a break, man. Like, we can't catch no break, and it's, it's really, ugh. I'm just gonna leave it at that because it's just until we own some shit, like own it, they ain't no. No Jews in the background, and they ain't no Asians or any other race in the background, and it's just pure black. We're gonna always be 
at the fucking bottom of the totem pole, man. Dirt comes before us, like in the industry, and that that just really sucks. Really, really sucks. And you got anything to add to this damn anticipation? <laughs> this fucking movie, bro. No, it's crazy. Uh, you kind of summed it up. Just tired of seeing slave movies. It's like we get it. <laughs> like, dude, it's like white folks go into the room and they're like. What else can we remind niggas what they were doing? If it's not drugs and rap movies and shit like that, and biographies of their favorite rappers that we probably allegedly killed off. I have to say allegedly with all the shit going on. Um, killed off and stuff like that. Like, what else can we do? Because we're not doing the positive thing. Ew. That's too easy. <laughs> like, shoot. Oh, man. Um... So on uh, Twitter, there's a Twitter debate. Uh, there's Twitter debates going on over, over uh, work husbands and wives, and mm. in, in wake of the GMA uh, scandal, uh, to fill you in on a GMA, you know GMA, right? Good morning, America. Oh, good morning, yeah. America. Good morning, America. Um, so I feel like a Neil Long moment is about to come up. Uh, this guy named uh, T.J. Holmes. He's like the host of Good Morning America. Um, I don't really watch the news to know which part of the news he covers, but him and his co-host, Amy uh, Robach, probably saying her last name wrong, um, they're together. Mm. And they've been sneaking around for like a, a good year and some change, apparently, and it just broke news. Somebody, somebody, what makes this news even more fucked up, somebody that worked with them... Or it was the company that hired a PI to investigate their relationship and then exposed it. Because they kept it low-key for X amount of years. She's still legally married and she's still legally uh, lives with her husband. Mm -hmm. Despite that, they're like going through the process of a divorce and shit like that. Uh, so which which brings up the conversations about work husbands and, and wives and what whatnot. Is that something... That not only you believe in and is okay with. Uh, yeah, I'm down for work husbands and work wives because I'm I like I I subscribe to the philosophy of if you can take it from me, I, it was never mine to begin with. So, amen. I'm not I'm not tripping off of anybody who could take my girl from me. So I mean, you just did me a favor. So as far as like work husbands and work wives go, yeah, I don't care. You can have one if you sleep with them, it's over. But that's that's about it. Yeah, I I don't personally subscribe to that, but I I fuck with your POV on that one because I had a conversation with one of my lady friends about this shit, and I I told her at the time we were talking, I told her I was like, it depends, but I'm only saying it depends because. There's motherfuckers you look at. Like, let's be honest, fellas. For you know the listeners out there and Ty and whatnot, we're not threatened by some some certain type of niggas. We're not, you know, or we don't feel no type of way about certain type of. I niggas. I would never feel threatened by a white nigga. You said a white nigga, and talking about niggas in general, but people in general. But bro, but yeah, I feel you on that. I one. will never that, like that shit. Well, I don't know what it is. I think. Yeah, honestly, I don't know what it is. But, like, yeah, 
it's 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 never threatening when it comes to like a white dude trying to holler at my girl. It's like, nah, I'm not I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not sweating no white dude either. But um, just no, niggas Asian nigga on the other hand, I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the boys got riz. Shit. Um, yeah, just. There's certain type of niggas that come around and you just like, yeah, I'm not threatened about that. Which, by the way, probably low-key probably should be concerned. But, you know, most people don't give a fuck about that shit. Like you said, you know, if you could take it, you could, you know, that's not, that's never mine in the first place. Um, I don't like to be put in situations where I look stupid or feel like, like, what the fuck? I don't want, I don't want the what the fuck moment. Let me know so I can clear my shit out, please. You know, if you're going to be on this shit. Otherwise... You don't need to be doing all that shit. I'm at home. You know, you come home to me and shit like that. Like, let's just keep let's just keep it real simple. Like, we don't you don't want you don't like drama and I don't like drama. Let's keep it real simple. But I told her at the time, I was just like, yeah, it depends. But in reality, uh, after the situation and stuff, it just reinforces what the fuck I've been saying. I'm like, nigga, those are not your work husbands. Just like like those guys are not your your, your guy friends. They're niggas you turn down that that you just became friends with because now they, they can't fuck you. But that doesn't mean they're not trying to fuck you. They're just waiting for their time to fuck you because there's going to be a slip up when you're vulnerable or when you and I are in some type of bullshit. He going to be that show you crying on and leaning on and he going to take advantage of that shit. So it's that's a no-no for me. Don't put yourself in that position or any position where I have to sit here and be like, have a what the fuck moment. Uh, when it comes to that shit, so I yeah I don't personally nope I would I wouldn't do it if I had a girl I yeah I wouldn't I'm like no nah, you need to cut that off that that's your oh that's your friend that's even worse but you know what I can't stop you from you know seeing people and whatnot because that's that's a possessive and shit but hey do your thing but that ain't your work husband that's that's cute not funny but you gonna have to cut that off. On that one, on that note. But uh start with a question real quick. Uh is it possible to hold and this and by the way, this question these these questions that we ask from relationship, uh these relationship questions that we um are asking is based upon some of the 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 ask the ask the guy question um portion of the, the, the podcast that doesn't ever make it to that segment. So we just put them here as regular questions uh, for those who keep you know, wondering where the questions come from. Uh, is it possible to hold someone accountable after repeated problems or offense? Yo, I'm all really serious about the damn tunes. Uh, I, no, I, I don't think so. Because it's like, well, first of all, what's the offense? The offense? Yeah, that's what I... Because it's like... And I think you... I think Because it's like, if you stealing my ice cream out the refrigerator, and you know, I'm like, nah, all right, whatever, I can live with that. If it's cheating, then it's like one time, and it's over. So there's like... I, I don't know. It's oh, like you trying yes to accumulate... No. So, oh, I, I guess you're trying to accumulate something that's like something that constantly being repeat. Um... It just... It depends on what... I know there's a lot of things that don't bother you, so yeah, I understand why you're trying to add the details to it. But um, so let's just say, if you gave a fuck, um, 
Shorty keeps on kicking it with somebody or Shorty keeps on like, you know, y'all had a joking moment and she, she keep on bringing up something that kind of bothers you type of thing and you just like, all right, chill, simmer down type of thing. And she's not taking accountability for that. Like, oh, you know what, my fault. She just keep like, you know, coming at you and trying to gaslight you over that situation. You just like. Like bringing up the past? Like, yeah, bringing up the past and shit like that. You mm. know, like, damn, like, take accountability, sis. Like, what the fuck wrong with you? Like, shit. I don't. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess I guess I would just ask them like I don't know. It would it really just comes down to how they how they how they would deal with it the first time that I address it as a problem. Cuz if I address it as a problem the first time and it goes away then we're fine, but the second time it's just like, "All right, I'm out of here." Well, the first time the first time if I'm if I'm addressing you about a situation the first time and your reaction to it is not what it's supposed to be, which is my bad. I take full accountability for that. You know, oh, that's not gonna happen. Then, and you're repeating it constantly. Then you don't give a fuck. Um, I I apply this to everything else. Uh, when it comes to a lot of things in in my life, if I'm telling you something, but you keep doing the same old, same old. The first time, cool. Second time, I, you know, I'm giving you the leeway. Now, three to twelve times later. All right, you just don't give a fuck. There ain't no respect. There ain't no understanding. There ain't no mutual nothing. So uh, you got to go or, you know, whatever the situation may be uh, from my perspective on that, you know. And I also don't, and I'm also trying to, you know, not trying. I'm actually doing a great job um, applying just I, I don't stress a lot of things no more, man. I really don't because I ask myself the ultimate question like, all right, so what's this doing for me, bro? Hmm. Like, I told her or him the situation, and then they're still doing the same thing. So at this point, like, am I going to keep yelling till I'm blue in the face to get the point across? Or, uh-uh. So then, yeah, you know, what it is what it is. Like, I'm not going, I'm going to let it be. It, you know that that's all you can do in these situations at this point. It's just like, all right, fuck it, yeah, shit, bet. And that's cool. We that's what it is. You know, when it comes to that stuff, uh, folks, just saying you're sorry to a certain extent, it just gets tiring. You just got showing your actions. Um, I'll accept the sorry, the sorry after the first two times, but. After that, it's just, I right, you're not doing it, so I, I'm taking it. It's registering automatically in my head as if you don't give a fuck. That's immediately where my dial turns to after the first two times. Despite that, you're telling me, like, yo, like, yo, my bad, and da-da-da. Like, nah, I just don't think you give a fuck because this is why we open our mouths and we communicate and express these things so you're aware. Like, if I was pissing you off or some, on something, you know what I'm saying? And then you let me know that's why you are having a conversation with me. You know, you're not going to just keep it to yourself. Because if I'm doing something that you don't like and you're not telling me, then how am I supposed to fix something that I, I'm not aware of if you just keep doing it like that? Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's where I'm coming from with it when it, when it, when it comes to that. Uh, does time matter when you become official in today's society and why? Damn, folks. Uh, 
time matter when you become official in today's society? So, so, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's pertaining to like, like relationship status or, yeah, relationship status. Like, does time matter? You want to take a stab at this first, or you want me to take a stab yeah, at this? You can this? take a stab at it. Um, I want to say it doesn't ma- It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but I really hope folks, when you're dating, take your take your time, wrap, evaluate the person that you want to be with so badly, or whatever the case may be for you, because there's some things that's gonna pop up, and then if you're in a relationship and it pops up, it's kind of like it's not too late for you to back out, but it's just like it's a waste of time for you to back out. Than trying to deal with it when you're still dating, um, the reason the reason being is you wanna you wanna kind of like you know dating I think is like a, a a long process interview status you know what I'm saying a long process interview status and you wanna I don't even if you don't thoroughly go through the you know the interview process with them but just you wanna interview them and 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 ask them for a follow up. You know, especially in casting, they do this thing as callbacks. You know what I'm saying? So they'll call you back X amount of times. They'll test you out with X amount of people before you actually get the role. You know what I'm saying? So just do it like that. You know, just test it out, see what's going on, spend some time with each other, communicate, have the conversations, and and see where they at. So when it does happen, you're aware of it. So when you do cross that line of, all right, let's be in a relationship, full committed relationship, these are things that both of you, you know, both of you, you guys are prepared for to to deal with, so it's like that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it. But like I said before, it doesn't it doesn't really matter because I know people that dated for two months. They're they're together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two weeks, they're together. You know, just those people. Those people that end up dating seriously after three to four fucking dates. They're not doing their homework on the person. So they're upset, and then the relationship dies out before it even begins because y'all not doing your homework. But if you feel like you did all your homework, you did all your interview process, you did all your callbacks, then why not? It's weird to put a time limit on anything. And, I mean, there's, you know obvious factors of, you know, whether or not you want a kid or not, you know, and that's not even, I don't even know if that's relevant anymore because it's like people are having kids even older and older now, so it doesn't really, but I mean, you know, raising a kid, having a kid who has like old parents Mm -hmm. is like a a whole thing that you have to think about, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think it does. I think I don't know. That's a tough one for me because it's like it's yes and no because there's there's benefits and there's 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 benefits and there's and there's negatives to negatives, both yeah. to both sides. So there's not really a I can't have a clear cut answer. You, on that you're one. usually not stumped on these things, yeah. bro. It's a little different seeing you here, man. Well, my brain's not working. Shit. Shit. Um. It's not, yeah. There's pros and cons to everything. It just. You ultimately gotta be able to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, how long you and the last person you were dating before y'all became official? If you remember that, T. I'm sorry. What'd you say? 
how long you and the last person you were dating was dating before y'all became official? If you want to answer that, you don't have the answer, but I the fuck if I know. Hey man, folks, just do the homework, man. Um now Boosie is coming out and saying that Jay Z and Nas is irrelevant. Thoughts, bro. I agree. Are you serious? Yeah. Like as, as far as like because uh, I saw what he was talking about. It's like music wise. And the funny thing is on uh, when uh Twenty One Savage did that, they, you know they came out with a project like shortly after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it was just a like a ploy or whatever. How many people were listening to that project though? I mean with those numbers right. looking like But I don't think I think Twenty One Savage is at a point in his career where he don't gotta do that shit. You know? No, no, it doesn't. He just drop it. But that's that's like that's the beauty of growing up in in or not even growing up. Sorry, coming up in today's society, yep. to where it's like so long as you have a solid fan base or you've proven that you can withstand the test of time or at least that you contribute to projects that you're on. Hundred percent, people gonna fuck with you. Like Eminem is solely starting to fall out of favor because it's like, what does he really add to the songs that he's on, bro? It's like, mm. yeah, he's still around. I mean, I'm still hearing his name a lot, but he's starting to become less and less relevant because it's like. What you're putting out is getting weirder and weirder, sir. Shit. Uh, the hard truth about this, hearing this, is, for me, is uh, irrelevant in today's world with other current bigger stars of their, you know, of this time and whatnot. It just depends on what type of conversation you're having, you know. Is Jay-Z and Nas relevant? It just depends on what type of conversation you're having. If you're talking about in music today, no. Uh, I still think they tribute, contributed a lot into the game, but we're not having that conversation. We're talking about probably relevance of what's happening today and whatnot. We're not talking about the course of history and what they added to hip-hop. So it depends on the conversation you're having. So... Without adding context to the situation, somebody would be fucking offended. A Jay-Z probably... Well, Jay-Z wouldn't really care. He makes too much money to really care about that. And Nas, too. But um, anybody else that was coming up in the game now, they would be highly offended. But it's like, ask yourself, like, what type of conversation they have and what's happening in these rooms where they're saying these things? Because mm-hmm. I, I could easily say in a situation, like, if I'm talking about a relationship... Or if I'm talking about my homies and and whatever the situation may be in that friend in that friend zone and somebody and I'm talking to somebody about it and I'm like, well, Ty's not irrelevant in this situation. That means you know that it depends on what I'm talking about. I'm like, well, he don't need to be you know brought up in this because of X, Y, and Z uh, in that conversation. So it just depends. Um, people get offended. I, I think a lot of folks in the industry really get easily offended and really want to show out about it and we need to stop doing that shit because for somebody somebody like myself if I didn't read into it I would have been like yo what the fuck cuz last you know last episode we were talking about it and I was just like what are you talking about like Nas he did his thing and you know you were challenging me and you were just telling me like hey look like what the fuck has he really done <laughs> like right now like what? Oh, he has that diss track that he did like years ago in the '90s, like you know, shit like that. And it's like, 
Fair enough. Fair enough. So it just it's the conversations, folks. Be mindful, man, because not every battle need to be battled out here, especially when it comes to other celebrity. Hollywood is high school, very high school clicks. People gonna talk shit. People gonna say what they want to say. It's the popular. It's the it's the battle of the populars. Who's popular? You have the motherfucking seniors who aged out of school. The Nickies, the Jay-Zs, the Nazes, you know what I'm saying? That, that became principals and staff members of the very college, you know? I, I mean, of the very high school that is now Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? This is Hollywood High, so it's... This is that, that shit now. So it, it's like, yo, do you really want to be that kid in, Holly, in, in that high school really tussling with everybody because they said, like, this dude is corny? Show it in your work. I'm not corny, and this is why. Let's stop, you know, picking this because um, next situation on uh, Nicki Minaj, like there's there's a rumor going around with Nicki now, a, a big rumor that she has a ghostwriter, and and it's like, why is that taboo? Because in the industry. In the industry, collaborations happen all the time. Like um, this new guy I started listening to named Friday, he wrote a lot of he wrote a lot of tracks for Chris Brown, uh, in his recent album, and he was on God did. He sent he he wrote the the you know the sample and the bridge, and he wrote the back he did the background vocals and stuff for God did on DJ Khaled's uh, album, and it's like. Nobody coming at this nigga, you know, for doing that shit. But we coming at the female rappers and the rappers, cause Drake, you know, there was there's a rumor, you know, that's still floating around too. Like Drake don't write his shit too, and it's like, is that really so bad if he doesn't write all his shit? But it it takes a collab, you know, a collaborative effort. Like I don't do this podcast by myself. <laughs> like Ty's here, you know. Ty Ty does a lot of behind the scenes stuff that. Folks might not know about and stuff like that, and same thing with me. So it's like, what you know, like, is it taboo that he does behind the scenes shit, you know, more than I do? And you know what I'm saying, like, like, bro, do you think it's okay to have? Uh, oh yeah, I already answered that question. Do you think it's okay to have uh, writers, ghost writers, or someone that helps you in the studio? Yeah, I mean, people do it all the time. Um. You'll be surprised to find out that Drake writes a lot of Kanye stuff. Yep. Uh, it's it's a very it's, it's a very what you don't know or what people are portraying as type of scenario that goes on and when it comes to the industries and stuff like that. Because you'll be surprised how many people actually do have ghostwriters. And and as far as like the Nikki thing goes, I never understood that because people widely accept Cardi B. Right, and she has gone on record that she has a ghostwriter, and everybody knows who her ghostwriter is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's up? What's the uh, where's the uproar? I think we're really selective on who we hate because of who they are or who the person we're hating towards. Oh, it's Nikki. Fuck her. So mm-hmm. let's. I, I don't like Nikki. So yo, it's bad that Nikki has a ghostwriter. You know what? I don't fuck with Drake. So. Yeah, it's bad that Drake got a ghostwriter. Like, da, da, da. it's like, damn, like, 
you got time today. You got a lot of energy to be this mad. Like the fuck, it's a it's it's a team effort. If you ever, for those who don't who are who are not hip, if you go into your iTunes, pull up an album, any album, go down a track list and look at the writers, the credits. Look at who is actually contributing. Unless it motherfucking says the artist's name only on there. There's probably like 15 to 20 people credited for that one track. No Guidance had like like five to eight writers. Mariah Carey, Jermaine Dupri, Drake was on there, Chris Brown wrote on there, and some other fucking names I don't know on there. So it wasn't just Drake and Chris Brown that wrote those lyrics. Somebody, some other people came in. Jermaine Dupri, the motherfucking... Writer himself, because he wrote a lot of Bow Wow shit too, growing up. Yeah, let's not forget that. And did the damn thing. Was like, yo. This is what you should say. This is how you should say. And then obviously the artists go back. This is how I would probably say it. And they finesse it it and tailor it to the way they want it. So I don't know why that's even taboo. Like. Folks that being at that. But um to fill you in, so the reason this rumor is going around is cause um uh fuck, you're not really clear, but anyways, so Corleray, right? Mm-hmm. Corleray and Nicki Minaj had a track that came out earlier this called uh called Bleak Bleak. Um and I guess Lotto did a reference track, did a did a did a verse for that track, because she was supposed to originally be on it, did a verse for that track, and it had the same cadence that Nicki Minaj um, is rapping her verse to in in the track on the track. So the part where it goes hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, and then all that stuff. So the flow is in the same cadence is the same thing, and that 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 reference track got leaked, and Lotto was on it. So everybody's trying to put two and two together. Like, oh, Lotto said it first. Oh, but Nikki. Oh, so Lotto might be writing Nikki's verses and then so people start trying to put two and two to do two together. Like, yo, all this unnecessary investigating people, man. Like, y'all got too much time on y'all hands. We're in a recession. Y'all need to figure out how to fucking feed y'all families and y'all over here got time today for Nikki. Y'all coming at the barbs. People like <laughs> you'll be surprised how many songs were written for other people. Jay Holiday ain't write shit. Right. The dream wrote fucking bed. <sighs> And there's a reference track that you can find on YouTube. I mean, it's just the nature of how music is. That's what it is. It's you can a... find so many reference tracks. Come you... on, man. You can find T-Pain reference tracks for songs that he's written. R. Kelly wrote for a lot of motherfuckers, mm-hmm. even though y'all like taboo R. Kelly. He wrote for a lot of I niggas. Mean, is, there's a lot of things going on at that camp. Yeah, but he wrote for a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's a hit. Like, one thing besides all his fucked up shit he going through, and he did... Music wise, that nigga. Yeah, music comes from 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 dark places. Facts. That creation comes from dark places. So shit, he was creating some shit. So you know. Um, oh, this is an interesting one. So this question, <laughs> in the current events, <laughs> this is only for you too, bro. Uh, what are you passionate about, man? You go first. 
No, there's a question for you. There's a question for me? Yeah, it literally says, what are you passionate about, Ty? <laughs> like, it, there ain't no fail or overall. If you want me to answer, I can still answer it, but it is for you. I got you answer. All right. Um, I'm passionate about what we do, the podcast, uh, creating content, uh, collabs, my career job that I do, working on trailers. I'm pa- I'm passionate about anything that I, I I that takes my energy and time. So that could go into people as well. Like I get my time to tie. So I'm passionate about him and what we're doing here and the individuals who I entertain. You know, uh, in the dating world or just in life in general. That's me. But. Okay, that, that's cool. Uh, yeah, no, I'm passionate about the people that are in my life. Thank you for that. I needed that because I was. I didn't know where the fuck. I, <laughs> he didn't know where the guy this was. Shit. He said, "You see, I gave a reference. That doesn't mean he doesn't have his own thoughts." Like, <laughs> oh <laughs> shit, Phil ghost rights for Ty. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And I'm passionate about family. Why to see why people succeed? <clears throat> do what they do, man. That's, I, I want everybody's dream to be. You know, that's that's my passion is to see other people's dreams come to light. Dope. There yeah, go. I know, folks, man. Damn, that's dope. Shit. Um, speaking of, speaking of your passion, uh, I know this D and D thing uh, kind of got pushed back again. So when when is the new goalpost? Or when you I just like money. fuck it right now? When I got money, bro. Yeah. It's like fucking. Uh, I want a stable job, and then I can buy shit like I used to buy shit, just willy nilly. But now it's like I ain't got. A solid source of income, so it's like, you know, I'm just watching the stock market right now, managing stocks a little bit more so that I do keep what I do have. There you go. And then I'm just being told to wait, which sucks because I have a job lined up, and it's just like, all right, new year, and it's like, what? God damn, bro, I can't start earlier. I want money now. Now, like, right? But uh, yeah, new year, and then next thing you know, I'm out here traveling, traveling to different places. Well, yeah. Any any dope places in mind that you were? Fuck if I know. All I know is my mentor said, you know, just be prepared. Depends on where they send you, but they'll pay for everything. Oh, dope. Yeah. Uh, CRA, Clinical Research Associate. Um, and pretty much what you do is you just go around to different laboratories, doctor's offices, things like that, to make sure that they're following everything up to code. And oh, uh, yeah, to make sure that they all their forms are filled out correctly, and you're just you're like a yeah, it's just a it's a it's a medical inspector. There you go. Instead of like food inspector, it's a medical yeah. inspector, and they pay good. You know, sixty five an hour. So I was like, fuck it. Um, and then also, I guess you get overtime and stuff like that because of travel. But they'll put you on a plane. They'll pay for your hotel, all that other stuff. And then my, I was asking him like, where do you go? He's like, well, actually, I'm going to Cali next week. Because there's a female doctor who, for some reason, just can't get it, seem to get along with female inspectors, so they send me out. And, you know, I, I buy her flowers. I come dressed up. I'm like, how you doing? How's, how's your week been? Such and such. And then things go a lot smoother. And it's like, you know, you just got to put that charm in. And then, it, you know, you'll get a lot more what you want with honey. But I don't know if she just has an issue with, like, females, if it's just bickering, bickering, bickering. But it's like, yeah, they'll send me out to California. And it's nice, you know. I do get some time to myself out there. And I'm just like, ugh. 
I just want to go do my job, come home. <laughs> right. He's like, damn, there's delays. <laughs> there's, I don't want to fucking right. just be out in Cali. Cali. Fuck that. I mean, on somebody else's dollar, maybe it might be fun, but I got to see what the, the yeah, whole explore. situation is. Yeah, I forgot, exploring stuff like that. I forgot to ask them if they give them like a card or something like that. And then you just, you have a limit on your card and shit. Because I'm like, how do I feed myself? Are they paying me? Like, because like, right. you know what I mean? I'm trying to save my money. I have other plans. Right. This is not the end goal. This is just to make a lot of money. Um, dope. But yeah, that's that's the job, and it's gonna be happening next year. So it's, this weight and shit is is killing me. Shit. Yeah. And then everything happens for a reason, man. You might, you know, like you said, you 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 were spending money, and now you kind of just had to slow down on it. You yeah. Know? So. And that's what it is. Sometimes we gotta take a beat. Sometimes we move so fast, we move so fast, everything is moving, and then sometimes you just gotta take a beat on that. So nah, but I, I definitely do. I wanted because twenty seven an hour was was dog shit. I was just like, bro, what is this? But I mean, yeah, sixty five makes more sense for me. And if I gotta travel to get it, I don't mind that's it. A Especially lot, if, bro. if it's on somebody else's dollar, and I'm down, bro. I'm, I I just want to know what like the timing is like. Cause is it an eight hour shift? Is it like like how does that work? If y'all sending me all the way to Cali. You'd be surprised, like especially um, work travel trips like that. You'll probably realistically, uh, from my experience, like probably work two three hours, mm-hmm. and then you have all that dead time that that's you know what I'm that's saying, the that's bro. the dead time that you're like hell no, but. Um, Try to look at it in a positive way because it's, you know, new places. You get to explore a little bit, you know, see how that, see the food options and whatnot, you know. Like, like you know. as a person who doesn't drink and doesn't smoke, I can't see this being a... a drink and smoke? To have fun? Nah. It, especially, you like to cook yourself and, and whatnot. There might be some dope places to eat and just, just see how just they go to a restaurant by myself just hell nigga hey man, yeah, I, go, nah. I go to the movies Table by myself for, for yes sir and well, just be did. smooth yeah, no. that's why you know survive yeah. I think we should do that a lot more often folks uh, uh, go out to eat by ourselves man we it's a once again it's a stigma you know ghost riders is a stigma and oh I can't go to dinner by myself. Yes, you can. N- nigga, let me get a table for one. I-, I-, I just sit there, read my shit. I be on my phone. I I, I watch my shit or just, you know. It really depends. People watch. Like, it just depends on the box. I was thinking about that. I was like, man, if I could just get a table before this job starts. And then that way when I'm out and about in a hotel room, I could just be editing. There you go. And not giving a fuck. Yeah. But I don't know. I have to see what I can do in all that free time because oh, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm assuming. Because I'm like, bro, and it sounds like what you do is you is you is you go there and you're monitoring these sites for like a certain amount of time. So I might end up spending a whole week in Cali, right? And that's like, okay. But am I there working eight hours? Am I checking the same records? Am I looking at? It's like, what? How long am I monitoring? You know what I mean? And it's just like, and I'm debating. They're like they might make you more local to where you check like local sites, or you can go domestic, domestic. Uh, you can or you know travel, and it's like, what makes more money is like traveling, of course. And I'm like, well, fuck, guess I'm traveling. Right. So. I don't know, man. No, we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. Yeah. Um. So, that being said, let's get into our next segment. Excuse me. Uh, let's get into our next segment. Um. Hashtag ask the guys. Um. This is part of the show where we uh, 
look at your hashtags and this is where we answer your relationship questions or comments and then we give you you know our thoughts we can either help you or just you know appreciate the comments and thoughts that you guys sent us using the hashtag ask the guys um we only do four per show because you know a lot of the explanations are either long or they're not but hey use the hashtag ask the guys um on any of the social medias i look them up and select them, and you might be very fortunate enough to see your question or comment on the show. So let's get right into it. All right. All right. Do you guys think that black women, and they put in parentheses, uh, okay. dark-skinned mm-hmm. women, okay. have too much attitude? I think they do, and that's why dark-skinned women are the most underappreciated women on this planet. They are too strong and too independent. Male, age twenty five. Mm. Did he put whether he was dark skinned? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have. It, I don't, it doesn't really have any bearing. Very but I, it far, would just yeah. it would help me understand your character a little bit more. Um, nah, man. I I think I think they they we made them that way. That's not that's not their that's a it's like the whole nature versus nurture thing like that like i'm pretty sure on uh, once you get to know them they're like the sweetest people you'll ever meet but it's like growing up i i like i i tease girls for being super dark you feel me and that's just like that as a kid what do you think that does to you whenever you got teased you know if you got teased when you were young you know that you're strong you got a thick skin you don't take no shit and that's that's just to be understood i mean you can't expect her to be soft if she wasn't treated that way you know what I mean? If you grew up in a forest surrounded by wolves, I expect you to be a killer. You had to do anything by you, that you needed to to survive. So it's like, I'm never going to judge a black girl or a dark-skinned girl, as you put it, uh, for for being too, having too much attitude or something like that. I mean, as long as I'm not feeling disrespected, I'm cooling, bro. But it's like you gotta understand that some girls just come with a little spice to them, and that's 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 okay. That's I don't know what your life was like before me, so. But just know that I'm not a threat, and if you continue to be hostile to me, then you know, once I've once I put my guard down, I'm hoping that you do the same. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah match energy, man. I hope they match energy. That's that's, what I'm, that's what I'm concerned about. That's the only thing is if they don't match that energy, then that then you have a, a different issue. Um, but that's but yeah, if I'm if I'm giving you this and you're not giving it back, then yeah, nah, we we not we not we not vibing. But I expect everybody to be a little bit hostile in the beginning. Always have your wall. Everybody has to have their walls up when they first meet them. You can't just openly open arms trust somebody. Uh, you said it perfectly. Uh, to add, um, dark skinned women, um. So let me say this, dark-skinned women, because I think he was, yeah, specifically talking about dark-skinned women, not just black women in Let general. Let me put it in parentheses. Yeah, man. Shit. Uh, their attitude can, I don't want to say scare, but put put men off of them. But uh, it just depends on the scenario or situation. Like like Ty was talking about, just if I'm open up and you're not open up, then that's a whole totally, totally different uh, situation, so it's about matching energy and giving her a reason to put her guard down, ma- giving her a reason to submit. Uh, folks, submitting is not a 
a, a right. It is a privilege for a woman to be able to submit. She needs to feel safe and secure. And a lot of uh, black women do not feel safe in their you know situations and whatnot. So therefore, they're not going to do that. So if you ever find yourself in a situation where a woman will not submit or she just not really, you know, respectfully... Just, you know, giving she's giving you a hard time and you're trying to figure out it's something that you're doing that you're not making her feel uh safe and secured. Um, although keep in mind that sometimes they, they be doing the most, uh women be doing the most, so it may not always be you, but majority of the time, if you think you got it, got it right, you probably don't got it right. So just look at your uh, look at your options and see if you did everything for them. You know this is why you have to have conversations, communicate. Um, if you're dealing with a woman that's not communicating, there ain't nothing to really say because you should be able to communicate. There's there's always that on uh, that one. But bro, uh, hopefully you weren't mad when you wrote this, bro, man. Cause just kind of. I never seen the word black used so much in That seems a little uh, personal, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> right? It was just like a lot of, the word black was used a lot, a lot in this, man. Yeah, every girl is different, man. Right. I met different types of dark skinned girls. Some that was soft, some that were tough, some some that was just cool, chill. You know, it, 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 I really think it's just the the women that you're dealing with. Right. So I met light skinned girls that are fucking oh, they, they attitude out the ass, bro. Fuck you talk about. Right, man. It, damn, bro. You probably dealing with a hood booger or something. That's shit. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you just got to look at what you're dealing with, for real, for real. Sheesh. Oh, man. Uh, next, uh, I was on a date a few weeks ago, and when the check comes, the girl goes for her purse. Mm-hmm. As she does, she she's in, in it for a while. Uh, in it for a while. Oh, a little bit. She's in it for for a little bit, looking for her card. I might be wrong, but this girl was in there for too long, and I think it was a test. Mm -hmm. Why do women test men in these situations? I was going to pay, and she decides to make this a, he said teachable moment. Um, I don't think he meant teachable moment, bro, but... Uh, she he said teachable moment man age twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. No. That's it's, it's definitely. Uh, I like I like this. There's a lot more men writing in. Um, nah. Yeah. That was a, the. You know. That it's it's a, just a game. Girls play games. I don't know. You weren't on a date with no woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like for like no honestly <laughs> like you know what it get me. Is if a girl pulls if she if if the because I'm expecting him to say she pulled out the card and I'm like oh yeah no nah, that's a real one right that's a real one yeah that's a real one like, but yeah. fumbling around in your bag you're playing games you don't want to take the risk you know what I mean take that risk I'm gonna stop you hundred percent of the time I'm gonna stop hey nah I got it don't that's just that's just ego right yeah, there I'm gonna that's, start I'm gonna start going on dates and just like nah pull it out pull, pull it me. out nah pull it, it out don't, don't it fumble out. pull it out because what the fuck was this. Right. Like, how much shit you got in your bag, for real, for real? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, like, maybe you should do pockets or something. You know what I mean? They make dresses with pockets now. Facts. Um, nah, but, yeah, nah, that is, it was just a test, bro. It was, she was trying to, she, she was putting on a front. And that's, that's what, I think that's what I don't like about that, is you're putting on a front. Like, take the risk, you know what I mean? Like, you might not want to pay. I might not let you pay. I might make you pay. Who knows? 
You That's never the risk know, but involved. Take see, that risk. Right. Let me surprise you <laughs> the same way you just surprised me. Let me be surprised because you pull out the card and I'll look like you about to hand it. I'll be like, whoa, what you doing? Right, right. Chill, 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 I got chill. it. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. Brave. Nah, but like, yeah, yeah, nah. She's definitely just playing games. I mean, that's that's what they do. That's a, That was a girl. A woman would have took that risk. Would have pulled out the card. All right, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she playing games. Um, don't be mad, bro. This happens a lot. A lot of women want men to do a lot of things. Uh, pretty, pretty privilege plays a big part in this mm-hmm. in these situations nowadays. Uh, pay the bill and don't hit her up ever again. Um, <laughs> that's it. Because... One thing she'll always, one thing she'll never say about you when she talking shit about you to her friends, this nigga didn't pay shit. Nah, he paid the bill, but he just never hit me up afterwards. Like, cause there ain't no time for games. What, like, what type of energy was in the room for her to feel like, you know what? Let me test this dude. Y'all had a great time, or what? What, what was the situation like? That's what I want to know because oh, yeah. it's like, why does she feel like, you know, what, let's test this dude out? And it's like, if what y'all did you had, do? What did you do, my guy? You know, cause it's like. Damn, why would she do that, bruh? Like, it's like, I don't want to turn this on you, but it's like, damn, why why would she want to do that? Like, it's just that that game. There's a girl on TikTok I was watching today over a situation that I thought was like, it, it was a month ago when she talked about um, pick a bill. So this girl said pick um. a bill. And folks, it was a fucking... I don't want to say a metaphor, but it was just something. It, it was something that that sets up for a bigger picture. She said it for a bigger picture. When she means pick a bill, she means lighten my load because I'm gonna lighten your load. Everybody talks about fifty fifty, but don't know what goes into a fifty fifty percent relationship when you are in one. So. This girl playing that, fumbling in her purse is not 50-50 behavior. And she going to ruin your life, B. So just pay the bill, don't hit her up. It's done. You don't want to deal with no headaches but your bills. The bills in your life are the only headaches that you should be dealing with. Unless you have kids, and that's another headache. But women should not be a headache for you when you are out here enjoying yourself, enjoying a little fucking fine ass, you know, a little company. And that's it. Damn, I can't believe we still done with this shit. <laughs> like, that's crazy. We still we still done with some shit like that. Uh, good luck, bro. Good luck, bro. Good luck. That's funny. <laughs> uh, if you guys ever got drunk or even drink, but have you ever got drunk? Try to get what the fuck? So many run on sentences here. I'm sorry. Try to get y'all. Yo. <laughs> yo. This is why. Yo, I select these questions and it's like, this is why I don't pick up a lot of y'all questions. It's so many run on sentences. I can't even understand what you're trying to say. Let me go back and try to say this again. Because I think this is actually a good question. It's just, you, you, I don't know what you're doing. If you guys ever got drunk or even drunk, uh, even drink, but have you ever got drunk and tried to get, oh, exes, okay, 
get um get y'all exes back in some corny or funny way. I know it probably wasn't funny then, but it is funny or at least interesting now. I'm just curious. LOL, woman age 37. 37 years old, girl. You got to fix your grammar, sis. I'm sorry. 37 years old. That This is not acceptable. I'm sorry. This is not acceptable. Shit. I don't... You want me to take a stab at it first? Yeah, I don't have a story. Uh, So, with my ex... When I was lit, I was lit. When we broke up, it was a bad breakup, blah, blah, blah. I hit her up in the DMs on Facebook. I hit her up on, on the DMs. She didn't block me so for anybody that's sitting there thinking. She didn't block me. Just I was on Facebook, and I was listening to some, you know, I was in my R&B bag, you know, my Marvin Room shit, and I sent her, I DMed her some lyrics from a song. <laughs> it was like a long, essay long, like, Lyrics from a song, and she was just so confused by it. She's like, the fuck? And I thought I was, you know, I was being, you know, smooth and whatnot at that time. Um, At that time, hell no, it wasn't funny, but looking back now, like, damn, I, I was doing some crazy shit to, you know, see what's up with her and whatnot. I broke up with her, and I, yet I, I find myself doing some dumb shit like this. When I could have just easily called her and had a simple conversation. Don't be like me, folks, when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I had my breakup, I was in college. So I just slept around a lot. And I didn't really drink like that. I was more of a smoker. Uh, I think I got drunk one time. And uh, I drove. I think that was the craziest thing I did. That was about it. To get back, to, to get her back? No, not because that's what that's what the that's what I was saying. saying. Like I like I was just trying to give them reference. Like I I drove to to because by the time she she had left the school. Oh okay. And then there were girls that were actively hitting on me, so it was just like, oh shit, oh okay, cool. So that that wasn't the only girl I would ever meet in my life. And then I kind of just I kind of just had uh just moved on from there. So I didn't I don't really have anything crazy about my ex. Especially no drunk stories. I was, I was, yo, Queen. I was wild back then. I was wilding. I was way. I'm, I'm still sensitive now, but I was out there sensitive. Like dating a bitch, I was like out there sensitive. Like I find my, I found myself. There's plenty of situations where I was doing a lot of dumb shit. Then that if the current me. Saw the old me, I, I would have smacked the old me and just like, yo, nigga, man, it's going to be better. Like, you need to stop doing this shit. Because I put a lot of unnecessary energy into a lot of women that I shouldn't have. And I found myself just doing a lot of crazy shit. So, nah, yeah. you that, that that's, that's, that's a no-no in hindsight. But, yeah, some of it is, a lot of it is funny that I did. But just at that time, it's just, it really... It wasn't good. It, it really wasn't good mm-hmm. in hindsight. And you you should be uh, aware and cautious if, especially in today's world, uh, I did this back early 2000s, you know, type shit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, doing some shit like that, you might want to be a little concerned if a grown-ass man uh, is doing some shit like that, for sure. 
So be careful. Careful on that one. All right. Uh, I just want. I'm just wondering. Uh, have y'all been on dates lately, or y'all been outside at least? LOL. Um, woman age 21. I guess what that's what the young bucks are doing. LOLs. Um, <laughs> the it's the LOLs for me, man. It's the LOLs Crazy. Um, uh, you want to take a stab at this one? Oh fucks no! I have not been outside. I have not been on dates. There's no reason for me to go on dates. It's just pointless. Um, every girl tends to be the same, and I'm I I have looked in different places. Not looking for love in all the wrong places. I've looked in a lot of different <laughs> places, places. You feel me? And what I found is that across the board, girls are practically the same women are practically the same too it's like there's always something that they want from you in the sense of to change you they they nobody will ever accept you for who you really are there's always something that they don't like about you and they want to change it and for me i love who i am as a person um i feel as though i have a great moral compass good head on my shoulders decent ambitions probably not the greatest drive but yeah um But yeah, and it's like when I see a woman or I'm talking to a woman, you know, I, I tend to accept her for who she is. Unless there are like any type of destructive personality traits, then, you know, I might bring them up, address them, because again, they're destructive. They're not going to benefit me or her in the long run. So it's like try to get rid of those. But for the most part, I will accept you for who you are. It's rare that I find a woman who accepts me for who I am. Damn, that's real shit, bro. Yeah. That's real shit. Damn. I kinda kinda a little concerned answering the question now, cause you said some real shit. Uh Queen, listen to what he said, man. Some real stuff right there. Uh uh, I've been dating. I've been dating lately. Um I'm chilling out though. Like I'm I'm dating, and when I mean by chilling out, I'm just like Yeah, I'm just leaving it at that, like just dating. When I have time, I don't have time as much time as I was, like especially over the summer and whatnot. So, and I had that summer fling and and whatnot. So I'm I'm dating, um, I'm dating one individual right now. Nothing nothing serious at right now. Uh, we just yeah we just enjoying each other's time. So that's it. But I'm you know I'm just chilling. I'm not outside though. <laughs> Uh, before I was dating this uh, individual, uh, I still really wasn't outside. Um, I was kicking it, had bitches here and there, but you know, just all you know, just chilling and doing what I do. Cause my priority is is my work, career, me leveling up, the podcast, stuff like that. That's my priority. So relationship. Unless it's gonna be a long term, it's not a priority for me right now, or dating. So I'm not really. Yeah, I'm I'm giving mixed answers, but it's just I'm trying to be respectful of the person that you know I'm currently dating as well too. So it's like uh, I don't want her feeling some type of way because our conversations are way different than when I, I just don't. I want to keep it vague as much as possible because I want to still give some type of privacy and secrecy to it. Uh, respectfully and whatnot, hence why I haven't really been talking about as much as I'm dating. And update, folks, uh, Ty. So I, I, 
I think yeah, I did tell you, but I didn't tell you guys. So, so that uh, that whole conversation that we had a, a few episodes ago about taking a girl to McDonald's on the first day, I did it. I did it before me and this individual uh, started dating and whatnot. And uh, yeah, it works. It just it go it goes back to circle back to what Ty was saying and just individuals liking you for you. If the girl fuck with you, bro. It don't matter. Like it if a girl fuck with you, it don't matter. You can take it to McDonald's or some fucking hole in the wall, but it, she just wanna be around you, bro, and just spend time with you. So it does it does work. So if you're ever in a situation where you take a girl to you know, something that's fast food, something that's really, really super affordable. I mean, McDonald's is like a hypothetical. Hypothetical. You don't yes, necessarily right. I, I don't yeah, know don't if I would bring somebody to McDonald's, McDonald's for, right. real, for real. It'd probably be more of a Wendy's thing. Yeah. No, I brought I brought the McDonald's to just keep the situation um clear very cut. I mean, yeah, yeah clean cut. But yeah, it could like you said, it's something simple. It don't gotta be a McDonald's, it's just a metaphor. Um something very, very affordable. They just wanna spend time with you, bro. And that's what it is. If you if you find yourself in that situation and it's with an individual, clearly they're not fucking with you for you and whatnot. They 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 want to find things in life or they, you know, whatever you could do. Cause most women will only fuck with you based upon what you can provide for them. So just keep that in mind uh, when when in those situations. So uh, there you go. I hope that you know that answers your questions. I love Ty, Ty's thought on that initially, man, because that is the scary truth about the world. That that is really it's what it is, man. The divorce rate is super high right now. Dating is a uh, fucking Hunger Games, and uh, excuse me, and having yeah, just being outside is just really it's not fun. And then when you try to be inside, it's not fun either. So it's like damn if you do, damn if you don't type of situation. It's you're better off keeping to yourselves, man. I I predict in I think it's happening now, but I, I definitely predict in the next decade. There's gonna be a very low rate uh, percentage of people having kids and people settling down. Like it's gonna be really dead out here, uh, for sure. So, not trying to be on that dark, you know, leave it on a dark note. But I don't, I don't know about that. I think divorce rates are probably gonna skyrocket. Not skyrocket. Let me not say skyrocket. <laughs> They're gonna continue to increase yep. because what I've noticed is that there are a lot of young people who rush into relationships. I have friends who are you know, rushing into relationships. And uh, I think I think we'll be fine as far as, like, people will continue to be settling down, but then breaking up later down the line. Just because, you know, some people are hard-headed, man. You tell them as much as you want, but they're just going to rush in, be married at, like, 22. <laughs> and it's damn. like, damn, nigga. All right, good luck. For real. Throw some love on that. But with that being said, so uh, this is our segment, hashtag Ask the Guys. Uh, use the hashtag Ask the Guys anywhere on social media. Your question or your comment most likely will be on the show. We might give you some advice, useful advice, or you know, just entertain the comments and have a conversation about it. Uh, hashtag Ask the Guys. Appreciate you for this segment. So let's get to it. Uh, this topic uh, is going to take up the rest of the show. So, uh, folks, if y'all done, y'all can just end it here. But uh, we're going to deep dive. We talk about relationships. <laughs> We talk about relationships a lot, but we don't talk about the most important relationship, which is like family, relatives, and whatnot. And, you know, I wanted to do a little 
deep dive because into that because you know in families there's dark secrets and I'm talking I'm talking about specifically black families there's a lot of dark secrets in the black families and 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 drama unnecessary drama I say unnecessary drama because uh, you know speaking with about my my family and whatnot unnecessary drama and and uh, the cycles that continue to happen because we're not willing to break them and whatnot. Uh, for sure. So I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start this off by by saying, uh, yeah. I noticed. I noticed that there's a in my family. There's definitely a, a big, big cycle of people saying some shit, and then when you confront them about that shit, now it's a whole different energy type thing, and I hate that, and that brings. A lot of drama amongst the aunts because my my family is heavily uh, populated with women. There's more women than men in the family. Uh, yes, a lot of broken homes. So that ex- explains a lot of situations uh, in my household. And it just, it sucks to see some of these things play out. Like if I have a problem with a cousin or or another relative and I confront them about something, their energy's different. Or, hey, let's just squash it because it's probably being produced by somebody. It's probably being influenced by somebody outside the family or somebody that's trying to be in the family but just trying to disrupt our, you know, relationship and whatnot. And I hate that thing. That's a cycle that we, I try to break, but it just never breaks because people stick to the same old, same old shit. Uh, do you find uh, situations like that in your family when it comes to, I know you stay away from the drama, but like if you were in a situation where you're just trying to keep the peace and you're just like, yo, you see some unnecessary bullshit, but you try to, you know, confront it and it just. That's that's, that's not how my family works. Right. right. Uh, oh, okay. Even, even family that I'm not close to, like, you know, my mom still may be close to them, but it's like drama mainly comes from like the older generation. <laughs> Uh, and it's not really big beef, big drama. Like there was an issue with like housing on uh, my mom owning a house, and uh, that her aunt was gonna stay in, and then she decided to give it to her uncle instead. Uh, and then my her aunt's daughter, my cousin, I guess I, I don't understand <laughs> it. Um, called her up and was like, "Hey, what's really going on?" And then my mom explained. She was like, oh, "Okay, I got it now." And then it was just like everything gone away and it's been like that anytime there's an issue they will talk and then it's never uh it's never a uh a big deal like the uh, you know there's there's some some family secrets that came to light and it was just like well that's a lie type of issue but it wasn't my immediate family so i was just like i don't care how that turns out i think everybody's good now um people know you know what i mean and um you know, you just look at people differently and you're just like, all right, cool. I'd rather have those type, because it sounds like in your family, like, if there's an issue, we talk about it and mm-hmm. it's done. You nip it in the butt. You're like, like oh, that's the, not true. Find the truth, yeah. Right. It's and, like, what, what really not, went down? Right. What okay. really went down? So you were just in the room. Okay. Got it. Right. right. And just right. go about your day. In my family, it's like, it's like a lot of, it's, a lot, it's like a lot of stuff that happens in today's world with like, classism and and all that shit and whatnot and the the hidden agendas and they rather discreetly like the 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 aunts rather discreetly just keep it on the low low and then but yet we're suffering through 
the cousins are suffering through the their kids are suffering through because you know they're either venting to them or pushing that onto them and whatnot. Like for example, of like how my my aunts they love they love the fuck out of white folks, and they believe if if their kids mate with white folks, oh, crazy. their kids will be better off. Amen. Like and it's like wait what. <laughs> like, and it's like that's crazy that and that's I'm like that's crazy and even my mom sometimes do it does it it's like yo like why you ain't you know dating the Becky down the street da 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 and I'm like that's just not who I'm I'm into it's like yo you need because I'm mostly into Latin uh, Latinas and and fucking black women and it's like why you dating those it's the white chicks like and I'm like look they cool it's just not my flavor like it's just. Not my flavor. I grew up in the hood. Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, like, that's who I've been around with. So that's who I got accustomed to as far as, like, who's the, you know, who I'm attracted to and the type of women that I'm into, the spice, the attitudes and whatnot. So that's just how I am. And that's that's probably the only thing that that I could say I'm a product of my environment when it comes to. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I indulge in the drugs and being a drug dealer and stuff like that and whatnot. Uh as far as that goes. But um the secrets, yeah, it's just each family obviously has their own secrets. But when we all come together and then but every somehow everybody knows each other's secrets. But when you confront them about the secrets, it's like now it's taboo to say we can't talk about it. We got we gotta be all hush hush and whatnot. And I try to break that cycle by trying to be close with my cousins. I try to break that cycle by let's have these conversations. And I wish it was just that simple. Like, no, what's the facts? Because I'm having these conversations with individuals and they're not mature enough to be like, this is a reality. Y'all said this. Your cousin be doing it. And I said, it's always, well, I can't speak upon. Nah, nigga, tell me what it is. It's not... I'm not asking for a name so I can go front the confront the person with the name. It's just, hey, like, what's the truth? Because when we're all together, we should all be able to tell each other truth. And and if we're really trying to heal from the trauma from the older generation, because the older generation, this is all their bullshit, to be honest. This is all their beliefs, their bullshit. They're trying to push on to us, and we obviously doing our own thing and whatnot. And I don't want I, I don't want that to be us being segregated. Being close but segregated, which makes no sense whatsoever. So, what would you say to us, a, a family that's going through those those things like that? Is there a solution or? There, there's one. There should never be a retaliation, because um, then that's how you breed distrust, right? You want to know the truth. And understand it so that way you know who that person is. Because, again, you don't choose who your family is. That's kind of just, you're stuck with them. So you're not, your goal here isn't to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Isn't to, like, shame them or anything. No. Your goal is to just get information so that you're more prepared for the future. You know what I mean? If that certain person, you know, stole money and you're like, okay, cool. Did you really end up, like, why did you do that? What, do you need help with something? All right, cool. Well, I well then now I know in the future I'm looking for jobs for you, and at the same time, not to let you around certain shit because you have a tendency to steal. I'm not gonna treat you crazily different. It's yep. just certain things you can't do around me no more. That's it. That's it. It's not a retaliation. I'm not like, oh, you need to pay that money back. Nah, it's like, all right, cool. Whatever. It's family money went towards helping you out with whatever situation you had. It's whatever. 
but you know now I, I now I know who you are. You know what I mean, type of deal. And that's and again, that's not. It shouldn't be a retaliation. It shouldn't be a retaliation. It shouldn't be like any type of. I mean, chastisation. That's that's up to you. If you want to chastise them for being who they are, you can do that. You know, tell them why it's wrong. Because again, that's your family. You could be looking out for them. But like as far as like punishments and things like that goes, there shouldn't be one. It's just you move differently from this point on. And not so differently that they feel like they're excommunicated or anything like that. Like they're the black sheep. But no, it's just like I, I understand that I have to treat you different. And there should be a, a semblance of understanding coming from them as to why this is happening. But other than that, you know, it's more for building up that, that trust, that, that, that community, that family should be. My facts, you know, uh, just... That, that's the I think you said you said the best way because that's the best. That that's how I try to go about it when I'm like, hey, look, such and such says such and such or this, and it just confronting that and just hey, like let's have an understanding because at the end of the day, like you said, we don't choose family, and it's like, look, like I do have my chosen family and it's all smooth and whatnot, but the the family that I I can't you know choose and I'm in is it's really it gets a little. It gets unnecessary crazy for no reason because it's like, I really like, that's what we really doing like how we go about it and I'm and I done I've done better to, to just leave things alone but nothing, nothing comes, nothing good comes from just leaving shit alone so I always try to be, the 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 the. The voice of reason, or the or the or 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 the person to just, hey, look, man, like, we family, this is what it is. How what can I do, or what can we do, so we're not this segregated, or we're not doing this bullshit because this is this is actually not helping us at all. We're trying to, we should be trying to be a better unit. You know, it. We should be trying to do the the cheesy. Christmas photos that you know your mom's talking about and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we should try to be doing those things, but we can't do those things because everybody moving to their own beat their drum and everybody stays in their own bubbles. It's gotten to that point where it's been like that, and it's it's probably a little bit healthier to do be that way. But we should be able to come around and not just be around uh, come around when there's death because I feel like that's when people are the fakest. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, this person's a good person. You're like, hey, look, man, if you need anything, hit me up. All right, don't tell me that shit. Because I pulled that card on purpose just to see what's going on. And I've done that plenty of times, and the energy is always the same. It's like, oh, I need... But you said to reach out to you if I need anything, and I'm I'm trying to see what's up with you, and, and now you on some boat up. Oh. Oh, so it's bullshit when you said it to me when such and such died. Oh, okay, that's all right. Bet. Um, my personal advice for those who are dealing with whatever version of family drama, make peace with yourself. Cause you know when you have your little you know immediate family, you don't want them to feel that negative energy and whatnot. You don't want them to go through that type of uh, BS. Uh, so you, you just make sure that you and yours is good. So that way when they do see the extended family or they ever meet the extended family, you just know like, oh, okay, this is what my pops has been trying to keep me from. 
Because this shit and whatnot. Excuse me. <clears throat> so it's like, it's like, geez. And it's been a decade long thing to be, to, to, to be dealing with. And I'm just trying to be more compassionate and just understanding and trying to get to the bottom of it. But, hey, I, I had to make peace with it years and years ago and just understand like especially when there's more bullshit that happened now like I'm more of a spectator now like if I hear some bullshit I'm like that relative like ooh I need no, you know give me the tea I'm like ooh but I'm not spreading it I'm just oh yeah I'm hearing it and I'm like oh, okay and then it's been entertaining this episode's been entertaining and that's it cool <laughs> and I go about my business I'm not here you know like some people that watch reality TV shows that want to know the tea and they, they try to go spread spread it and whatnot. I just, hey, look, you tell me about it and we you go about it. That's it. I don't even know nothing about it. Um, I bring this up because, you know, maybe if I speak about it, you could shed some light and some advice like you just did about the situation. But also, too, it's the holiday season. Uh, the suicide rates are really high around this time of year. Um, deaths are really high for all types of reasons uh, this time of year as well. It's also the, the last quarter, the last month uh, of the year. We don't get no redos. So a lot of impactful shit happens this time of year. So I, I just thought, hey, because uh, we're going to be taking a break soon in the, in the next couple of weeks because our episodes might be win- you know finicky here and there because I know last week we didn't drop. Because, you know, Thanksgiving and then dropped and then, you know, we got episodes coming and whatnot. And then so there's that. And Christmas and Christmas Eve is on a weekend this year, which is different. So no long, no long, you know, (laughs) vacations and long days uh, for for most people now this time of year. So I just want y'all to just be thankful and and just enjoy your time with individuals here. I lost a friend today. I found out a friend that I used to know back in high school died. Um, I didn't ask for the cause of death. It's not my business. If they want to tell me, they'll tell me. But I think that's extremely rude when somebody dies. How they die? Like, why is that more interesting than the fact that the motherfucking person that uh, is no longer here? You know. Um, he was a cool dude. Um, he's one. Unfortunately, he's one of those people that after high school, that was it for our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Hey, after high school, we're done. Like I don't see you. You know, but when I see him, it was always good. What's up? We always catch up. He was a cool dude. Never a dick to me in high school. And it sucks that he is now passed and he touched so many people's uh, lives and whatnot. And I don't want to be that person that just keeps preaching to you guys about just, y'all just, whatever bullshit you got with whoever, let it go. Whatever fucked up situation with your family and whatnot, let it go. Whatever, whatever's happening in your life, it doesn't, it could be worse. Let's just try to make it better. Let's just communicate. Let's just, let's do these positive things instead of just really dwelling on a negativity because life is really fucking short. And with that, and with that being said, that's why my twenty twenty three is all about no excuses. Next year, I don't want to hear no excuses. 
next year I want to work and get some shit done and let's make it happen. Like, and I'm starting that model now because I hate people that do their newest revolutions or whatever and they, they, they do it at the beginning of the year. I'll wait till the beginning of the year. I'll go to the gym in the beginning of the year. No, no, start that shit now. So by the time next year come around, you're already doing it. Um, uh, any closing thoughts, bro? Hmm. I know we covered a lot. Yeah, we did cover <laughs> a lot. I think at the end of the day, it's just important for everybody to remember that Rihanna didn't have bruises when she first got into the car. Um, that's about it. We didn't talk about Rihanna. Oh, we didn't? Uh, <laughs> we didn't talk about Rihanna. So crazy, I'm like, bro. I can never forget. I, I can like, never forget. I, I can like, never forget. Wait. It's crazy. It feels like we were talking. I'm about, about to open up the iPad. Like, nigga, we talked about Riri this nah, episode. Nah. Right. Should we mention Chris Brown somewhere? In the- I didn't mention Chris Brown. I usually do. No, no, we did. We did. We did when we talk about the writers, and the, you know, it stuck with the me. Ghost. Then, oh, okay. So as when soon you, you mention Chris, Chris Brown, oh, Chris you Brown have to mention Rihanna. You got actually okay. Okay. You know, that's right. the whole thing. Right. Right. It's like a trigger warning. At right. That if point, you ever yeah. say Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Rihanna, Rihanna gotta Chris put woman beater next to it. You do. That's. Yeah, so that's what he did. There's that. Um, damn. Only two people in the car. Shit. Um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> next year, folks, uh, do what y'all say y'all, y'all gonna do, and, and say what y'all gonna do. Don't don't tell the whole world. Just keep it to yourselves and and, and execute it and whatnot. And uh, and just give you guys an update. Yeah, the episodes this coming month might be a little bit finicky. As far as your schedule, our schedule is going to be on time, but for release, public release, it might be a little finicky because Christmas and then New Year's Eve, uh, um, excuse me, New Year's and whatnot is, is going to be, yeah, it's going to be a little spotty for the next couple of weeks. Yes, we're still trying to get a guest on, but we're just missing the pieces. That's why we're, it's on our end. It's not on their end. So if there ain't no guest this season... It is what it is, man. There's always next season. We got season three on the way with bigger shit happening. So with that being said, Ty, take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another exciting episode of The Guy's Corner. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something. I hope you became a better person because of this. Um, I hope you remember that, you know, family is all you got for real, for real. You can find a family, of course. doesn't necessarily always have to be. But even with that found family, remember to be open and not to be, you know, closed off. Be honest. Be truthful. Don't be punishing. Be understanding. But knowing, you know, you you forgive, but you never forget. Um, With that all being said, it's all love, peace, and whatever.